You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Working toward a goal is never limited to whether or not you take the action. There is a whole mental, emotional, and spiritual component to achieving our goals. If there weren't, we would have already achieved our goals by now, or it would be like the snap of a finger. It would just happen. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I hope this episode finds you well and well on your way to achieving your goals. This is the last episode of the month, so as I promised, I will be giving you an update on my goals. The Accomplished Intensive has kicked off, and I'm very excited to be partnering with the women who said yes to invest in themselves and allow me to guide them through the next phase of their journey. It's not always an easy decision, and the benefits begin right away, which is so cool to witness and be a part of. If doing a group program was not in the cards for you at this time, but you still feel like you need some insight, some support, or some direction, I'm going to suggest you take the Energy Leadership Assessment. This is the assessment tool I am licensed to administer and I use with my clients to get right to the heart of what's holding them back from having the business, the career, and the life that they want. We oftentimes think it's the circumstances that are keeping us stuck, but that is rarely the case. And we have way more power than we realize. This assessment tool reveals where your power lies and where you have been giving your power away. It is amazing, it is powerful, and it is eye-opening. If you need a little boost and this sounds like what you need right now, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching. You'll get more information on the assessment and can purchase it there if you so choose. Again, that URL is womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching. While sharing the progress I've made on my goals, I'm also going to share with you some of the realizations I've had as I'm thinking about my goals and taking action on them. This is very personal and I'm a little queasy sharing some of this information, but from all the feedback I've been getting from you, I know my being open about my experience is helping you to face your fears and make progress on your goals. So I'm more than willing to do this. I'm gonna start off with my relationship goal because that's where most of the stuff has been coming up. So my goal was to be in a committed, monogamous, actually, let me restate that. It's not that my goal was, my goal is to be in a committed, monogamous, romantic partnership with a man. And here are some of the good things that are going on in regard to the metrics and milestones I set. In terms of taking on embodying, being more open to partnership and having fun, I've practiced being more aware of my surroundings and less hyper-focused when I'm out and about. I don't want to give off signals like I'm already in a relationship or I'm too busy or disinterested in chatting with strangers. That is going well. I have made eye contact with more men. I've gotten more appreciative glances and smiles back. So I'm definitely getting feedback from those around me that I'm doing something different. 
I have continued to tell more people about my goal and my preference to be introduced to men who are into personal development. No setups yet, but as I'm sharing this, I'm realizing I'm not being explicit and asking the person I'm talking with to introduce me to the single men they know who are into personal development. And actually, even a male friend of mine challenged me on this need to have someone who is into personal development. He thought I was limiting myself and that part of being in relationship was to have someone who balanced you out. I'm still pondering this and please weigh in. Send me a note or comment on any of the posts about this episode on social media or send me an email. However, however you normally reach me, reach me. I have also researched online dating apps and asked around as to which one would be the best for me. I committed to being signed up on an app by the end of the month, and this is done. I've only been on it for a few days um, at the time that I'm recording this, uh, but I can say that so far it's been fun and interesting, and I'm curious as to like where it'll go. In terms of milestones and metrics, I'm on track with this goal. But let's face it. Working toward a goal is never limited to whether or not you take the action. There is a whole mental, emotional, and spiritual component to achieving our goals. If there weren't, we would have already achieved our goals by now, or it would be like the snap of a finger. It would just happen. Without putting any effort into uncovering them, our limiting beliefs that have held us back in certain areas will rear their ugly heads when we begin to take action or even consider taking action, and you'll be overcome with the experience of it. This is what has been happening to me, and although it's not pleasant, it's an opportunity to change the belief. I was astounded not only by the belief itself because it was an illogical belief, but as I worked through one belief, another would reveal itself. It's so fascinating. So the beliefs I've uncovered related to being in a relationship. The first belief that got in my face was I am not worthy, lovable enough, or deserve to be in a relationship. Who would want me? This is not logical, but it creeps into my psyche in moments of doubt. The ego is not logical, and it repeats and harps on limiting beliefs to taunt you and get you to hold back and play small. So I faced this one head on and also talked through it with a friend. I was in a good place and feeling myself moving forward, and then the next limiting belief hit me a couple days later. I resist receiving love and so will sabotage anything good that comes along. My conflict with receiving love is not limited to the area of romantic relationship. It also plays itself out in the areas of accepting help, accepting compliments, or payment for my services, which also has impacted my ability to earn income in my business. I would much rather be a giver because it's safer, it's more acceptable, and to be honest, I'm in control of what and how much I give. Sometimes without warning, someone pays me a compliment, gives a gift, or asks to hire me. The accepting of this love does not happen as naturally or as easily as you think it would. It takes some effort for me to manage myself in these moments and be gracious. Even hearing thank you sometimes can be annoying to me. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? (laughs) So, and today, as I was gathering my thoughts for this episode, I was randomly on my phone cleaning up the podcast app to remove any podcasts I haven't listened to in some time. 
I came across the Affirmations podcast, which I haven't listened to in months. I went in to see if the host was still releasing episodes because if she wasn't, I was going to delete the podcast off my phone. I saw that, yes, she was still releasing episodes, and the latest episode was titled Receiving Love. How funny is that? I feel supported in dealing with this limiting belief because clearly the universe is on it and is sending me the messengers I need. The most recent limiting belief I encountered around relationship was I will have to give up full control of my life. Where I live, holidays, meals, entertainment will all be a negotiation. Rather than looking at this as an adventure, I was looking at it as a loss of freedom. The actual belief can probably be translated to negotiation is burdensome. I definitely need to change my mindset around this one. The other interesting thing is that although these limiting beliefs have come up primarily in regard to relationship, I can see how they have and if left unchecked will continue to hold me back with my other goals. This may sound a little odd, but I'm actually looking forward to the next layer of limiting beliefs that I can face because when I do face them and move through them, I feel space. Something opens and creates more possibilities in my life. More on that in a bit. I'm going to talk about two of my goals together next because they are starting to overlap. And these goals are to build more strength and endurance and to do a Women Taking the Lead branded full-day event in the summer or fall. So the goal for Strength and Endurance was to do 300 Spartan Regulation Burpees in good form in one session by June 30th, and separately to do an unassisted pull-up. Originally, I guessed my baseline was 50 burpees, and on January 12th, I discovered it was actually 100. The surprises keep coming because I can report to you that I have already achieved my goal of doing 300 Spartan Regulation burpees in good form in one workout session this morning. (laughs) It seems a little shocking to me that I achieved this goal so fast, but in retrospect, it's not surprising anymore. I want to offer this to you because I think it will help you. And here's what happened. I changed my mind. Yes. That's it. I changed my mind. I had a belief of who I was and what I was capable of, and I changed it. I believed it would take me until May or June to do 300 burpees, and it took me until February. It definitely helped to just get started. But even when I hit 120 and 150 burpees in one session, I still didn't see 300 burpees so close on the horizon. At one point when I was doing my burpee workout, I think it was when I was shooting for 175, I decided I was someone who could easily do 300 burpees and within two weeks, I did. I have changed my goal to doing a thousand Spartan regulation burpees in good form in one session. I believe I can easily achieve this by December 31st, 2018, but I'm actually going to attempt to achieve this goal sooner. I know I can do this because I've decided that I am someone who can easily do 1,000 burpees in one session, and I've already gotten my plan in an Excel spreadsheet. So 
This is the key to achieving your goals, and it's at the heart of my coaching system. You have to decide you're the person who can achieve your goal. You're the type of person who does it easily. If you struggle with this, I know a great coach who can help you because I'm the type of person who can coach someone around this. Okay, here's where the overlapping goals comes in. During one of my burpee sessions, I got the inspiration to turn the achievement of 300 burpees into an event. The idea became a vision to find a place to accomplish this goal, invite others to burpee with me, although they don't have to shoot for 300 burpees, but it could be a fundraiser for a local charity and maybe do a Facebook Live, right? These were all the thoughts that started to come to me as I was doing my workout. The last time I talked about this on the podcast, I was playing with this idea, but this idea is now becoming a reality. I am teaming up with Spartan Races Incorporated and many other local businesses to do a fundraiser in the greater Portland, Maine area in the fall. The details are still being hashed out, so stay tuned for that because there will, even if you live afar, there are likely some ways that you can participate. I also have the goal to do one unassisted pull-up by the end of the year. I have not ordered the pull-up bands yet, so I'll put that on my list to get that done before the goals update at the end of March. Also, I declared that if I can't do a pull-up by September, I'm going to hire a personal trainer to help me with this goal. The next goal was to increase profitability in my business. The goal is to have a net income, earnings minus expenses of $80,000 minimum. I have created a spreadsheet that outlines how many books, assessments, strategy sessions, group programs, private coaching packages, etc. that I need to sell in order to hit my goal. I have definitely focused on the marketing and the promotion of those things. I have also had more people reach out to me out of the blue wanting to talk about private coaching and doing workshops within the workplace. So there's a lot of potential for increased profit here. January's profit and loss report showed a net profit of $4,115.49. That ended up being much better than it was looking mid-month, so that's great. However, if I'm going to have a net profit of $80,000, I'm going to need to start recording an average net profit of about $6,700 a month. So I'm a little behind, but like I mentioned, there is more potential in the coming months. And lastly, I originally stated that outsourcing was going to be contingent upon my profitability goals, so I didn't expect to see much action here. However, all the prep work and meetings that have gone into this potential new work in the coming months had me leaning on my virtual assistant for more support in the past few weeks, so this goal has already seen some movement. The key to achieving this goal will be a matter of whether I can sustain it. I don't want to outsource and then take work back. I want to outsource and continue to have so much paid work coming into my business that there is no thought of ever taking work back that I've delegated. Ultimately, this has only made sense because some of the extra work I've asked of my virtual assistant was work related to the promotion of my products and services. The hope being the extra work I've paid her for will come to have paid for itself many times over, and then I can give her more projects, which she has been eager to get. I also have to recognize that in the short term, my profitability goal will take a hit, but this does not mean it's a bad thing. It's an investment now for more profit down the line. 
And before I go, I want to mention again the Energy Leadership Assessment because this tool is brilliant at revealing the limiting beliefs and this perspective that you have of yourself, other people, and the world that limits your ability to experience and have the life you want. If you have been wondering where you can get started, this is it. The assessment is a low-cost, low-risk, high-value experience that will clear the path and get you moving towards your ultimate goals. You can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to find out more and to get started. Okay, that's it for now. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding anything you heard on this podcast. Or if you are looking for some support with limiting beliefs and the achievement of your goals for 2018, you can reach me at Jodi, J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. As always, I hope this was helpful to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.